This is the Business and Couples Podcast with Shari and Andre. Shari and Andre will share with you what it takes for couplepreneurs to thrive in their business and in their relationship. They address those challenges that are unique for couples who are in business together. Shari and Andre have been a couplepreneur since 2002 and know firsthand about the challenges couples in business face. And now, Shari and Andre. Hi, and welcome to the Business and Couples Podcast with Shari and Andre. I'm Andre. And I'm Shari. And today we're talking about a topic that is very important for couplepreneurs, couples who are in business together, or for that matter, really any business. But most importantly, it is important for couples who are in business together. And that is budgeting. And I guess really, Sherry, the first place to start is, well, well, why is budgeting important in the first place? Well, knowing your numbers is so important. An Entrepreneur Magazine said that the top 10 reasons for failure is the inability to control expenses. It is so important to know your numbers, see what, how much money you're making and how much money you're spending and compare it to what you're expecting it to be. Yeah, compare it against a plan. And you know, that entrepreneur information from Entrepreneurs Magazine, you know, that was number seven out of the top 10. So it's very, very significant and important to know your financials. And your financials begin with budgeting. And also, too, when there was an article in Investopedia that talked about this, and it says running out of money is a small business biggest risk. And often, uh, owners often know what funds are needed day to day, but are unclear as to how much revenue is being generated. And that disconnect can be dangerous. That's what they were pointing out, that owners know what they need from day to day, and there's a disconnect between connecting that to the revenue coming in. So when you budget, which is really a financial roadmap, you don't get into that trap. So. How do you get on the same page as it relates to having a budget, Sherry? Well, the best way to get on the same page is to sit down and do a budget. And to start off with, you really need to be clear on, on the important things. So um, and when I say important things, it's not the important things in the money sense. It's getting clarity about where your business is going so that you can then create the financial budget that's going to support you in getting there. Yeah, and that really provides a, a sense of clarity and freedom. I know we work on our budget and we review our budget. It provides a sense of clarity and also a, a sense of freedom and a, and a sense of relief in a large part because we know, well, we kind of like we got this because we know exactly where we are, we know what's needed, and we know where we are in terms of where we're going. Yeah, it's sort of like... You know, you go into a dark room and you kind of move around and you may step and, you know, step and stub your toe. When the light's on, you're able to move freely. And, you know, with a budget, it's all the anticipation and the not knowing. But once you see it clearly, you feel so much better about things. Yeah. And another reason that, you know, why it's important to budget is that you get the opportunity to create priorities. It's impossible for any business to do everything that they want to do at any given time. So when a budget is created, you're able to look at, well, what 
are going to be the priorities that we're going to focus on. For example, especially around the expense side, mm-hmm. you know, what are going to be the priorities we're going to focus on in terms of capital expenditures, other expenses, or, or things that we need to provide for the business. And that's another reason why it's so important for couplepreneurs to be on the same page as it relates to the budgeting system and the numbers in the budget because you want to be in sync with your partner on what the priorities are. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, when when we don't take our time, when we have done that over the 18 years, sometimes we've missed our budget meetings, we see that we start straying and you might invest in something that I would, and I'm investing in something else. And then we come together and we may not be moving in, in such uh, the same direction, which then slows down the progress we want to make. Yeah. So it's so important to be on the same page and be being clear about what your budget and where you're going to be um, spending and, and um, what your numbers are. It's important to know your numbers. Yeah, and the importance is because it just simply could be the difference in the business surviving. Absolutely. And that's the main mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Now, the other piece, we've looked at why budgeting is important. And if it's so important, then, well, why do couplepreneurs fail to budget? Yeah, they, you know, some people just, they, 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 they know in the back of their mind that it's important, but they say they just don't have time to invest and in, in t- stop from what their day-to-day d- things they're doing and take the time that it need, that is needed to do a budgeting. Yeah, and we can see that that's sort of like a false excuse. It may be masking something else. You know, Like the old saying goes, if you don't have time to do it now, when will you have time to do it over? I guess when you're <laughs> closing the books and closing the business for the last time, you yeah, know? So. Right. Yeah, so, so, but that is an excuse, though. It that, is, absolutely. That couplepreneurs and your know, business owners use, like, well, I don't have time to budget. A- another reason is that some may think that making a budget actually constrains them in in the sense of, well, if I make a budget, then I can't do anything else outside the budget or I don't have the freedom that I would have if I didn't have a budget. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, not only that, I mean, they, they, they feel constrained. They feel like they're under a microscope. So if, I, if they say they're going to have um, X amount of dollars in expenses, then they feel they have to be accountable for the expenses that they have. And, you know, that is true and it's a good thing. But it doesn't, it doesn't mean it's controlling from keeping you from doing what you want. It actually gives you the freedom to know that you have a roadmap to invest and spend in the way that's going to lead you to the success that you have planned for. Yeah, and as we talked about, it can be very liberating, if you will, to have the knowledge of this is what I said I was going to spend or invest in, and these are going to be my expenses based on the revenues that we bring in. Then you can have that sense of freedom of knowing I can operate inside of that. Whereas if you didn't have that, boy, that's awful scary to know, well, I wonder, will I will this expense be something that will take me under or not be beneficial for my business? Yeah, and and also, you know, by paying attention to it, you're able to see if there are expenses that are really getting away from you. You know, oftentimes I I hear this 
time and time and t uh, time again with my clients. They said, you know, when I start looking at my 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 expenses, I'll see subscriptions or I'll see some doubling up on things that you know I didn't have any idea. And you know, in the beginning, when if you captured right away, it's small pennies. But it, when left unattended, it can have a very big impact. And not only does that have an impact on, on if it's happening with you, imagine if you have a team, how, if those expenses are not being watched. Okay. And another reason why people fail to budget is just a fear of dealing with what's actually happening with the finances. I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, a person says, well, I'm not going to go to the doctor because I don't want to know I'm sick or something like that, right? right? No, no one want to know what's wrong with you. And that's the only way that you can actually do something about what's going on. Yeah, it really doesn't change anything, right? Because if you're sick, whether you go to the doctor or not, you're still sick. And so the same thing is true regarding your budget. If you're afraid, I really don't want to look at the numbers because I'm afraid of what they will show. I mean, the business is still in the same financial situation, whether you budget or whether you don't budget. However, by budgeting, it gives you an opportunity to really control the financial situation in a positive way. Yeah, and sometimes it's not all about having negative or bad finances. Sometimes people avoid doing it because they, they are feeling free and they're making a lot of money. And they're like, oh, well, everything's working. You know, where your money's coming in. We don't have to take a look at it. Don't see it as important because the money's coming in. Well, money can go, go in, come in, and it actually can go out faster than it's coming in if you're not paying attention. So it's so important to create a budget and deal with what it is right now and create that visibility. Absolutely, absolutely. And another reason why people fail to budget is the actual knowledge of budgeting. Yeah. And I think we can say it's probably not the most intuitive thing in to, in to prepare a budget. And it's not the most difficult thing either because a business has revenues and a business has expenses. And it's the ability just to sit down and allocate what revenues we're going to bring in or anticipate what revenues we're going to bring in and then say, well, these are the expenses we're going to apply against that revenue. And of course, once you set what you expect is to compare what you expect to what you actually achieve. Because you, if you just keep creating expectations without looking at what actually is happening, that's really is not a good use of time. It's not going to give you what you want. No, absolutely not. So let's talk then about how to get started so that our audience can, if they're not in the habit of creating a budget, how they can really get started with creating a budget. So what would be the first thing you would say would be the first thing uh, that... Well, the very first thing to do is to get both of you and your partner on the same page to set a time together that doing budget is important. So, you know, one one of you might think it's important. The other one may say, oh, yeah, 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 and I don't have time. Is really nailing it down and carving out time to set and do your budget. Right. So it really begins with, to get started in budgeting, it begins with setting aside the time for the budget. Agree. But, but the two have to agree because I can set apart the time. And unless, you know, Andre sets apart the time and we agree to do it, we're not, it's not going to happen. So we both 
need to agree because it's not something that I'm going to create for Andre to follow and it's not something he's going to create that I'm going to follow. It's something we both agree upon and create together. Right. So that's the first step. And then the second step then may be to get with your accountant uh, to get the information you need. Obviously, you want to look at your figures from the past because historical numbers can be a predictor of the numbers going forward. Of course, you know, in times where, you know, different things, you know, are happening, that could be, uh, that might not be the case, but usually your past figures will be an indication of where you're going. So like last year's tax returns, which will show your revenues and expenses might be a good place to start and to have that information to begin the budgeting process. Yeah, because it could be you say, yeah, we're going to be investing more in something um, else that you didn't have, you know, that you didn't invest as much money in um, last year, but it's a point of reference to have that, that information. And so then you can start creating your budget by for, and forecast what do you expect your revenues to be in, in the coming coming year. And um, when you project those revenues, then you'll look at your expenses and see where they'll maybe going up from the prior years, they may be going down, or you might have some new expenses that you'll have. But you're looking into uh, where you're going to create your, your current budget. And this is where you really bring your best thinking into the budget because this is not like science, this is more of an art you know, in terms of forecasting, because you have to look at a lot of different things. But we're not talking about creative accounting. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about really just thinking about your business and understanding where it's going to go and have that vision. And, and, and you can't, if you, you know, you, let's just say you made um, $2 million last year to think that you're going to make $10 million in the coming year, there's really got to be some significant things that are going to be changing in your operations and or acquiring a business, but it's you're not creating something pie in the sky. It wants to be baked into where you're going and, and have reality around it. Absolutely. And one other thing that we're going to suggest around getting started with the budgeting process is to use a budget template. If you don't have something from your accountant or you don't have um, the, the systems in place, there are, you know, a budget template is a great way to start. And you, then you can make it your own. And, and we have a budget template that they can use if they don't have something, right? Yeah, absolutely. So we have a budget template. If you'd like to use uh, our template, you can get it at businessandcouples.com slash budget. That's businessandcouples.com slash budget. So you can go there and request the budget template and we will send it to you. Yeah, so then, then you can get started. Absolutely. Right? We don't want you to be held back by anything. Then you can get started. Okay, awesome. Now, there are some things to consider in budgeting, and there are just a few things that we want to mention. Uh, the first thing has to do with the short and long-term objectives. And, and what are the other considerations there? Yeah, so when we look at those, when we say short and long-term objectives, you're creating a budget, and we're, we're suggesting that you do a 12-month budget. And so you're saying, okay, what's happening um, in the, 
according to our current plan? What are we doing right now? And then are there some things that we're projecting along with our strategic plan where we're going that we need to invest in? Or there's new markets that we're having and we're expecting new revenues or acquiring a company or uh, merging with a company. It's really knowing these pieces, the short and long-term um, strategic objectives are then built into your budget. Yes, absolutely. And also, too, the concept of cash versus accrual. And depending upon the accounting method that you use, this you know can impact some things. But it's really important to keep in mind from a budgeting standpoint as well, because if you have expenses that are semi-annually or yearly, you might want to accrue for them from a budget standpoint each month so that when you look at your cash on hand or looking at your bank account, you know what is still allocated to those expenses that occur quarterly or semi-annually or annually. Yeah, because there's nothing worse than getting a huge bill and not having planned for it in your budget. You go, Woo! What happened to that? And you have to obviously pay it and if you haven't planned for it, it can really throw things out of whack. It could be devastating. Oh, absolutely. Or you got the, you know, like you got these bills that come due, say, in nine months or 10 months, and you have this cash to pay those bills. Now you say, oh, I got this bunch of cash right. that's available now, when actually it's not available for use right now because it is allocated in the budget to pay those expenses down the road. So it's very important to plan in your budget for things that are going to be happening down the road that you know of so that you are um, prepared for it. Absolutely. Okay. And one other thing to consider in the budgeting process is input from others. And as a couplepreneur, sometimes it's easy to kind of think of, well, we can just work by ourselves in terms of the budgeting process and lay everything out. And it's also a good idea, though, to get input from others. How would that work, Sharon? Yeah, well, it's really talking with your team, talking with people, letting them know that you're creating the budget process, let them know about uh, certain parameters. Uh, many times, you know, companies give bonuses based on, on certain areas. So we want to let the employees know what, so they can be empowered to create cost savings ideas, or they'll tell you where... Um, uh, there may be a need for resources, um, as well as coming up with, with ideas across the company. And it engages them to be conscious of what's happening and being a part of it, rather than you know having their head in the sand and just doing things and not even knowing. When they know, then they're engaged. And the best ideas come from the people that are doing it. Absolutely, because they know what's, what's happening. You know, exactly. It's often said that the front line determines the bottom line. And that is that. really true. Yeah. Okay, so then now we've got the budget started. We looked at some things that we want to keep in mind. How do we keep it going? How do we keep that process so it's not like, well, we did the budget one time and then boom, that's it. Like we put it on the shelf and, and then that's the end of it. Right. So one of the things about keeping it going is to make it a regular routine to review your numbers. And what do we suggest in terms of time period for that? You know, depending on what's going on in your company, the minimal amount of times you should review it is once a month. Monthly, you should sit down with the key people, whether it's you and your partner 
or if you need to bring other people in and review the budget versus the actual expenses and talk about the variances. Is this something that's going to continue? Is it something that is a one time or, or are there anything new things that are coming up? And, you know, say the minimal amount of time is monthly and depending on some, some maybe crisis management, you might be looking at doing it weekly. Don't let it get put aside. It, that's when things will start deviating. Okay. And then also, too, to keep track of what is happening, you want to have a process for doing that. Because if you don't have a method of keeping track, you do the budget once and then it's, it's, it's over. Kind of like, like I say, put it on the shelf and then that's the end of it. And there are so many tools. There's QuickBooks. Of course, your accountant could have something. There could be some other software that you would use. But the, the point of the matter is, is to keep track of what's happening and to do that on an ongoing basis. So when something happens, whether you pay an expense or obtain a revenue, it needs to be accounted for right then so that it could be a part of the budget and you'll know exactly where you are at all times. And then you know that there's another thing that we're talking about in terms of keeping going is adjusting the budget. Yeah, because there are things happen that you say, um, you know what, I didn't know of this before and I see that this is something I want to invest in. Um, maybe, you know, things happen in the world, like, you know, different things that we don't expect, like COVID happens or, or something happens in the, in the marketplace. And so sales may not be where you want it, so you're going to have to adjust your expenses accordingly. Or sales are booming. And then you need, you are going to be looking at how, where else can you invest and adjust your budget. I mean, it is a living, breathing document, but it's there to guide you and give you visibility on your financials that will allow your business to be healthy. Yeah. And, and, and having that freedom to adjust the budget kind of dispels that myth of, well, I don't want a budget because I feel like it's constraining. No, the budget, as we said, is actually freeing. It allows the constraints to actually be released. And so those are just some thoughts about budgeting. There are some other things that we could speak to about budgeting. And this is will give you a solid foundation of looking at budgets. And if you don't have a budget, then begin that process to start budgeting. Because and, you, you want to know your numbers. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And you can get our template if that would be beneficial for you. It's at businessandcouples.com slash budget. That's businessandcouples.com slash budget. Now, there's just one other thing is that we've talked about budgeting from the business standpoint. And as couples in business, you can also use this budgeting process in your personal relationship as well. Yeah, uh, whether you use the same template or you use something, don't think because you have a budget for your business, you don't need one for your personal. As couplepreneurs, we know that everything is intertwined. So it's so important that you create a personal budget so that you're on the same page, you are aligned, and you have freedom to work together around your finances because that is so important. Well, that's awesome. So good discussion on budgeting for couplepreneurs. 
This is Andre. And this is Sherry. And we will see you on the next podcast.